There's uh, just one announcement this morning, which I'll do at the beginning in case I forget later, which is that um, there won't be mindful movement today. There'll be mindful movement tomorrow afternoon. And uh, just to clarify that the reason that it's shifted this weekend and last weekend is because Sabra had to be away for a period that spanned both weekends but normally it will be on a Sunday so the intention is that it will be on a regular day of the week after tomorrow but for this weekend it's happening tomorrow not today I was really inspired by uh, Yong's Darmet last night, the one that he gave to his uh, partner's 12-year-old daughter. <laughs> and some thoughts came from that that I thought I'd maybe reflect on as a bit of uh, fuel for your practice today. But then there was also a question in the question basket that kind of overlaps with it. So I thought I'd speak a little bit to both. So this... I really relate to this, and you can see whether you do too. An extremely frequent voice in my mind is the narration of the present moment, underlined present, to my friends in the future, underlined, (laughs) whilst using the past tense voice. I also imagine expounding my esoteric Dharma wisdom to their eager ears. It's a very annoying tendency and I'm trying not to become too averse. Good. What conditions are motivating this and how can I work with it in an easeful manner? So, I imagine that most of us find ourselves doing this from time to time. And uh, so firstly, just to, uh, I love the recognition that there's different conditions motivating this. And actually, as with everything that's arising in, in the mind, there, there are different threads within it. And I'd just like to acknowledge that some of the threads that are in there may be quite wholesome and beautiful ones. Like, you know, there's a, an energy that arises and a, a happiness and a juice when we see something. This happiness of the mind that's waking up to an insight or to a truth. Or, and, and an impulse of wanting to share that with people that we care about, which is the natural uprising of generosity as well. And that's nice to recognize and to acknowledge. But what happens with this energy of happiness, maybe for you, this is what I feel for me, is that it kind of gets co-opted by the habits of delusion and we spin off with it into fantasies about actually how that's going to manifest in the future. Or we, we sort of do this as a way of holding on to, trying to grab hold of uh, the insights that are rising. And what happens is that this whole constellation of me wanting something and the sense of time all arise together in the same moment. And that can either be made into a problem or it can be not a problem, because that's kind of what the activity of the mind does. So I really liked uh, this image of, or this, this teaching of Jung's, that what's on this side of the door is as important as what's on the other side of the door. And this image of 
actually the present moment is always a threshold moment. It's always a liminal moment. And so just now, as, as we're listening, you know, are we, are we listening? Are we here listening or are we waiting for me to finish so that we can get on with our practice? What's on this side of the door is just as important as what's on that side of the door. And that's also true whether the door is the door that's in front of us to the future or the door behind us to the past. And yet we spend so much of our time kind of on the other side of the door in our mind. There's a, a saying from David Loy, who's a Zen teacher whose writings I really like, who says that delusion is awareness caught in attention traps. I really find that helpful and insightful. So our our delusion or our trapped awareness confines us to an imagined story of the future or a, a habitual view of the past. And actually our imagination of the future is built of the jigsaw pieces of our our views of the past or to a a kind of limited vision of the present. But we can step from the moment of trapped attention either into the next moment of trapped attention or into a moment of freedom, into a moment of letting go. So in my last talk, I I kind of quite rapidly went over this sutta where the Buddha says that there's no escape from becoming by becoming and there's no escape from becoming by means of non-becoming. And when we see this, we abandon the craving for becoming and also stop clinging to non-becoming. And one way to explain this is to to recognize that it's not by walking through the door into the next moment that we'll be freed and nor is it by refusing to walk through the door into the next moment but it's by noticing and stepping through a different doorway altogether which is the doorway of awareness So maybe today as a practice, and we've said this in many ways different times before, but to again bring this attention to when you feel yourself leaning into the future. Sometimes it's felt as a hurrying, sometimes it's just this kind of much more subtle leaning. Or when we're reliving the past and sometimes we can feel like we're being dragged backwards or we feel trapped by the past. We can feel trapped by the future too, but it's an imagined future that's trapping us. Or even boredom, which may be arising for some of you at this point. You know, Is the problem not mostly that we're just anticipating that our current feeling of blur is going to continue? So just what's happening now? And we know that planning and anticipating and remembering are just happening now. And they don't have to be a problem. So this 
kind of imagining myself teaching the Dharma to my friends and to my future students and so on. It doesn't have to be a problem. That's just mental activity. We don't have to get lost in it. We can, our awareness doesn't have to get caught in the attention traps. And if we notice that we're caught, maybe we can see the sock on the door handle. <laughs> And that can be a reminder, you know, just this recognizing we're caught, we pause, we rest back into the present moment and see what will the next moment reveal. One, one of the ways I experience being caught in attention traps on retreat is the moments where I find myself thinking, should I do this or that next? Should I sit longer? Should I go outside? Should I walk here? Should I walk there? Should I do some yoga, some qigong? Should I have a cup of tea? Should I watch my breath? Should I look at the trees instead? You know, should I should I eat this? Should I not eat this? Should I eat that? Should I lie down? Should I stand up? Yeah. Uh, and I love what somebody earlier in the retreat shared uh, how Saidul Utejaniya pointed out that when should is arising in the mind, it's an arising of tanha, of craving for something to get or something to get rid of. And it might not be big craving, it might just be a very sort of subtle restlessness or dissatisfaction with this moment. So the, the answer to what should I do now sometimes is very clear. No, that's definitely something I shouldn't do. Or yes, I should go and do my yogi job, it's time to go and do my yogi job. But most of the time, we don't actually know the answer. And I think it doesn't really matter. You know, it's the, so the, what's arising is actually just a moment of not knowing. And that moment of not knowing only becomes doubt when we make a problem of it. Otherwise, we can just recognize this moment of not knowing. And maybe we can feel, is this a not knowing with craving... Or is it just simply not knowing? So there's a different feeling, isn't there, between I wonder what's going to happen next or what should I do next in order to get this or get rid of that? So with what, what's going to happen next? Who said we're supposed to know what's going to happen next? I think we often think we're meant to know and there's something wrong with us for not knowing. And who's, who's checking that we're getting it right? <laughs> you know, we feel we have to get it right all the time, but who says and who's checking? So we can just notice this and then just watch and wait till the next moment reveals itself. And sometimes if the mind makes the wrong choice, well, it's not a big deal. You know. Okay, maybe, maybe I should have eaten that or I shouldn't have eaten that. Or, 
I should have sat longer or I should have gone for a walk, but uh, it won't kill us. And then just the next time the mind will have better information to make a choice with. So just also notice these moments of not knowing and see if you can just let them be. It's a big um, you know, gateway into freedom to be okay with not knowing. So the, the thought for the day is that delusion is just awareness caught in attention traps and the release catch is right here now. Have a beautiful day of awareness.